You're listening to Girls Gone Wild. This is Joy. And this is Claire. And this is episode 108. Claire's far away. <laughs> I'm so far away. I know on my phone. We're like MacGyvering this a little bit, but I know. it works out. It's so weird to uh, talk to you when you're not sitting across from me. I'm like, and this is Claire. Claire's <laughs> far away. So before we get started, you guys, this episode is sponsored by Kalo, the makers of the silicone wedding rings, Q-A-L-O.com. And guess what? They have a new Barbells for Boobs rings. And if you haven't already seen this, it's black and pink with pink glitter. It's so freaking it's cute. so freaking cute. And I saw them at the games this weekend and I was like, oh my gosh. And then they sent, sent us ours and I'm super excited. The detail on that is that 20% of the Barbells for Boobs ring sales go to Barbells for boobs so you still get the discount enter the code ggw for your discount and support the podcast and support barbells for boobs or there's a million other rings too but the barbells for boobs one is really awesome and they're the kilo guys we got to spend a lot of time with them this weekend at the games we'll talk about that but they were so yeah. freaking great they were amazing. every week we say that we love working with them but yeah. meeting them and getting to hang out with them was like you guys are the best yeah they really really are and we made really good connections with them and not only are they a great company to work with but we really connected with them and i feel like we're all bffs now so I support, totally think we're totally BFFs. We're BFFs. <laughs> so support the podcast, support Kalo, Q-A-L-O.com, enter promo code GGW at checkout for 15% off your order. And again, look for the Barbells for Boobs ring and support Barbells for Boobs. All right, Claire, let's Yay. dive into the games. Oh Everyone has been dying so to hear fun. us recap the games. And I, there's a part of me that was like, man, there's no way we could have recorded at the games. There's no, no. Way. I mean, even you and I, we were so tired at the end of the night that we were just yeah. like rolled right into bed and so i think we're still kind of flying high off the games but where do we <laughs> want to start let me start first of all with i forgot to set my alarm sunday night so i completely missed the wad monday morning <laughs> When you got home. Yeah, because I, I got home Sunday evening. I was like unpacking, got ready, wanted to wake up and do a good workout because we really didn't work out. I didn't work out at all. Walking. We did no. a lot of walking. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to get up and do the wad. Mm, didn't even set my alarm. Didn't even set my alarm. Like <laughs> I just woke up at like 630 and the, I'd get up at five. Yeah, that was a really good start. So I feel like I'm still in <laughs> the post CrossFit Games haze. Yeah, totally. Well, just like post-vacation haze, yeah. too. But this was I different. mean, it's amazing. It's a good thing that you woke up at 6.30 and not at like 9.30. I know. Like, ah, oh, crap. <laughs> that would have been so bad if I missed my work, if I was yeah, late to work. Yeah, that would not have but been good. <laughs> I was still, I, you know me, I was still bummed to miss the workout. But yeah. okay, so where do we want to start? Oh, so great. Oh my gosh. I don't know. It was so fun. And we'll, so going into it we both obviously from the last episode as you could tell we're so excited yeah and but we also kind of just didn't really have too much of a plan and didn't really want to like just wanted to be able to take it as it came and we totally were able to do that which was so fun yeah and so i don't know we could just totally i guess we could just start well, at the beginning I just start at the beginning and end at the end and we got <laughs> there <laughs> And the first thing you did was you took us to the Reebok tent or the yeah, Reebok, so whatever. Yeah, beeline for the big Reebok tent. Yeah, which was nice because Claire kind of had her an idea of how this rolls. So she's like, this is the first time, this is the only time you'll really get a chance to be in the Reebok tent where there's not going to be a million people. So we, we yeah. beelined over there. And, well, and also because I needed to buy shoes. Oh, yeah. You so, forgot your shoes. Or no, no, no. What? You lost yeah, them so in the move. Right. I lost my, like, I have so many New Balance Minimuses for three and a half years. And I love them. I have the exact same pair for the last three and a half years. And then in the move, they, so we moved the week before. And you guys have all heard the, the harrowing tale of our move. And I left the shoes out so that 
I would know where they were. And then I went to the ER and they got thrown in like a box somewhere. And Brandon keeps correcting me. He's like, you didn't lose them. We still have them. They're just in a box somewhere. <laughs> but I didn't find them in time to pack them. So I show up at the games wearing flip-flops. I'm like, well, this isn't going to work for the next three days. Yeah. So darn, I guess I have to buy darn. some nanos. <laughs> I know. That was so, I was very excited to hear that when you first were like, we need to go to the Reebok tent. We need to buy some shoes. I'm like, we're going yeah. shopping. This is awesome. <laughs> So I was yes. kind of like a kid in a candy store from the moment we walked in. I was just like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting. Oh so many leggings and shorts and so everything. Everything was orange. There were so many jerseys and yes. CrossFit gear. And I felt like I had hit the jackpot. And there's people just roaming around everywhere, grabbing shirts. It was mayhem. It was it was uh, a little bit crazy. It was CrossFit mayhem. <laughs> <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> um, so... <laughs> See, you, I even make you laugh from far away, Claire. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's good to know my jokes travel. Yes. It was just great. So we, we made it through the tent and I think I got to the other side where they had, I was just very impressed with the setup. They had tires, huge tires to sit on to try on shoes. and Very cute, very CrossFit. So we were sitting on the big tires trying on shoes. And then did you see the pair of Reebok high tops or was it Brandon that showed me the ones that were kind of like glitter? Oh, me. They were yes. like, they were they like, were like psychedelic glitter they look kind of like mermaid's shoes. Totally mermaid shoes. And Although mermaids don't need shoes because no, they have fins. But they, they, <laughs> but when Ariel gets her legs, that's what she would have worn. Yes, clearly. And it was, so that was just a blast. We were trying, I mean, it was just kind of like And we the first. met Taryn from our... <gasps> yes, so that um, was our first fan sighting. <laughs> yes, that was really fun. That was really cool. And then the rest of the morning we spent at Vendor Village, just kind of checking things out. We went and said hello to the Kalo guys. Mm -hmm. And of course, like immediately fell in love with all of them because they're just so cool. They're such cool people. Um, And then... And we went and watched, we started watching some of the games, right? Yeah, like then we were the like, first... oh, right, we're at the CrossFit Games. Yeah. We should some CrossFit. I guess we should go. I mean, that's kind of like the hard part about it is because there's so much going on. I mean, do people really sit and watch all of the events? I find that hard to believe because there's so much going on in Vendor Village. Yeah, no, I feel like the only reason that you would do that is if you were like someone's mom. And you like weren't really into CrossFit. You were just there to like watch them compete. So then we also went and met up with the with the Wadcast podcast guys. Yeah, and that, that was really fun. They were at the Killcliff tent. And so we got to say hello to them. I, I crossed it off my bucket list that I gave them all bear hugs. And they're super nice. And I originally have, have been afraid of Armin. I just, he comes across on the podcast as kind of like a, not a bully, but just kind of mean. Yeah. Sometimes an, in, like an intense dude, very intense and very judgmental. And so <laughs> I was very afraid of meeting him. And he's so nice. Like really That's nice. So so funny. Now I'm not afraid. Now I'm not scared. Uh, no, he was not scary. And in fact, like the next day he sat down behind us and like made some joke about my belly. And I didn't even recognize him. Yeah, and then Claire he was left like, and I was like, that? I'm like, that was Armin. I was like, do we know him? Because well, he was... seems to like really be familiar with me. Yeah. And he had a huge <laughs> hat on too. So yeah, that's true. But I did, I wouldn't have recognized him anyway. I don't know what he looks like in Fair real enough. life. Yeah. I mean, I do now. <laughs> right. But you're not, me. yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. No, you're not kidding about, I remember last time you said that everyone walks around in workout clothes. Yeah. And so when I got there, I got in on, I flew in Thursday, I got there Thursday afternoon and I checked into the hotel and immediately I see tons of people in the lobby in CrossFit gear. And I was like, oh, Claire's not kidding. Like I had on jean shorts, I had on my jorts and a, uh, just a nice J crew top. And I felt totally out of place in that. I was like, I need to go put on some nanos and a tank. Yeah. 
And I mean, we wearing way more way more Lulu than this. I know. Well, and then there were there were like a, a small handful of people roaming around the games in like dresses, yes. like sundresses. It was and so you, bizarre. They just totally stuck it's out. Totally stuck out. Yeah, and definitely like, not do you sundress. Even do CrossFit? Do you even lift, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Embarrassing. Oh. Okay. So, but yeah, that was the funniest part was I walked down for breakfast on Thursday, no, Friday morning, and the whole breakfast dining room was full of CrossFit people. And That's you awesome. And like, uh, can I sit here? <laughs> <laughs> and so all, fun, the, all the bacon and all the sausage was gone in the... <laughs> It was great. Okay, so then we went through Vendor Village. We kind of made the rounds. There's so much good food. I just noticed all the people. I made this comment to Claire like towards the end of the day on the last day. I was like, everyone here is really nice and really healthy and no one's getting in fights and you don't hear people saying mean things. Like the whole vibe was just happy. Yeah. Would you and we were talking about that like when we were leaving that the staff probably like loves our, loves the CrossFit Games because everyone's like so friendly and like yeah. nobody's really drinking. Yeah, and, like, I mean, it's got to be such a really long event to work if you work at the StubHub Center and everyone right. was just kind of like, la la la, everyone's so happy. <laughs> happy people have endorphins. People with endorphins don't shoot people. Yeah. <laughs> they, just don't shoot the, they just don't shoot their husbands. They just don't. Um. Anyway, so let's see. So then so that was Friday. Um, Saturday. And you got to meet, that's when you met Sam Dancer too. We met Sam Dancer at the oh Kayla booth and that's when, so oh, he fun. is so great. He's going to be on a future episode and he has the best personality. I just love that man. Yeah. Like, and he's his got wife the, is really sweet too. His wife, Jen, is just a doll. They're both, they both have like the biggest hearts in the whole world. And that's when we posted that amazing belly dance because he was like, Claire was doing her funny. She, Claire I has this funny, know. Claire has this funny move. No, this is what you did when I first walked up to the StubHub Center because we took separate rides and I'm like looking around for Claire and she's just standing there and she She's like shaking her belly back and forth. So I didn't even know that I could do that until that day. It was like, I just kind of started moving and moving to the music and my belly just has a mind of its own it these days. so great. It was so that great. That was hilarious. So if yeah. you haven't seen that video, check it out on Instagram and, yeah. or, and or Facebook. It's yeah. so funny. It so and funny. so we all of a sudden, I'm just sitting there like belly dancing it with Sam Dancer and everyone. And all of a sudden, they're like all these cameras out. And afterwards, the Kilo guys were like, I'm not sure where that's going to end up on the internet, but it's going on the internet. I was like, okay. <laughs> well, I guess that's on the internet now. <laughs> I really want that to be on the game's main site. That would oh be my gosh, that would be so ridiculous. Funny. <laughs> so Matt's going to answer. Who else did we meet on Friday? We met, okay, Wadcast Podcast guys. We met uh, Sam, Jen. Oh gosh, we met Steph Hammerman. Oh yeah, we, we ran into her. Steph Hammerman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Kevin Ogar. Kevin Ogar. For like two seconds. I feel like we met so many people. It's all coming together. Do you want to talk about when I saw Bob Harper? Oh my gosh. Okay, well, so that happened on Saturday. But because, so first, if we're, we should go in chronological Okay, let's go in order. What first happened on Saturday is we were sitting in the soccer stadium. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. <laughs> this is still, I, this will go down in history as like one of my favorite moments ever. It was so funny. So we're sitting there at the soccer stadium, just like chilling, watching. Yeah, the, we had just sat down. The we team were just event. kind of settling in. Yeah, and all and this um this couple goes and sits in front of sits right in front of us in like the bleachers and this late this, this gal turns around and just screams. Oh no, like, she was walking up the stairs. They hadn't even sat down yet. She's walking up the stairs and then she sees us and she goes no, but her husband had just like scooched oh, in. Like I we're didn't gonna sit here. That. I and just so saw like, her like 
freaking yeah, walk no, up she, the stairs so she, like, and like scooch- melt in like, front of us. Right. So she was like scooching in, like put herself down and it just goes, ah! and Joy and I are like, what, what, what? And she's like, oh my God, it's you guys. And we were like, what, what? do we do? What do we do? And we just started <laughs> cracking up because her reaction was so priceless. Was we were like, so priceless. we kept like turning around, looking at other people like, what, what, who are you like, seeing? What? And she was like, oh my gosh, I've been looking for you guys. Oh my gosh, I noticed your outfits. I just saw you on Instagram. Oh my gosh, you guys are amazing. She was so cute. Elizabeth was her name. Elizabeth yeah, Smith. Was, yeah. Mm-hmm. So and freaking cute. So that was, was like adorable. a highlight of my life. I've never had anybody like look like see me and scream with excitement before. Me neither. It really felt good. It really <laughs> felt good. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty it hilarious. So, so hi, Elizabeth. It's so fun to run into hi, you. Hi, Elizabeth. You. And I hope you had a good rest of your honeymoon. Yeah. I know they were there on their honeymoon. Yeah. Her and her husband so were so, so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, yeah, that was definitely a highlight because Claire and I were like, <laughs> oh my goodness. So, yeah. So then immediately, not 10 minutes later, Claire's nudging me and she's like, Joy, it's Bob, Joy, Bob Harper, Bob Harper. And I was like, like Joy, Bob Harper is walking up the stairs towards you right the second. And she and Joy, like, <laughs> look, she, her eyes just get so wide, but her mouth clamps shut. And she's like doing everything she can just to stare straight ahead. Like, Whoa! I freaked the F out. <laughs> I completely froze and I went to a different place. I completely floated yeah. out of my body as he walked by. Oh my by. gosh. And it was so funny because he's like walking up the stairs and I'm like, oh, that's Bob Harper. Oh, my God. Joey's going to freak out. It's Bob Harper. He looked so good. He looked so cute. He's just the best. And he had like all of his little guy friends with him and they walked past me and then they go and sit in the suite. Like right past you. You were like in the I aisle. Know, and he walked I could have jumped out. Uh, there's a million. Oh, but you can grab his butt. He's well, right there. There's a million things that play through my head of things. I joy things. Joy. Add that to the list of things. Joy should have done when Bob Harper walked by. I did not do it. <laughs> I did nothing. I did, did nothing. nothing. I stared straight ahead and I like took gritted my breath. teeth and I took deep <laughs> breaths and I almost started crying. I was like, I can't believe I just saw Bob. I mean, he was literally <laughs> inches from my body and he walked by. But so then Brandon's like, Joy, you yeah. have to go take a picture with him. So Brandon like forced you to get up, go track him down. So and then he, but he like had gone into a box. He or went something. into a private suite and you can't go through that entrance. So Brandon and I had to do some spelunking to go get Some, like him. of the creepiest mccreeperson ever we were such creeps so we walked around i saw which suite he was in and actually you can stand right next to the suite they're sitting in and like i could reach out and touch him if i wanted to like lean over but i gave brandon my phone and i was like just take a picture of him just take a picture of him and brandon totally took a stalker pic and i showed it I to like claire the back of his head i was like what is wrong with you guys claire was like Oh my gosh, that is the creepiest picture I've ever seen. It's <laughs> so creepy. It's the back of Bob Harper's head. It's very creepy. Yeah, oh he's talking. Gosh. Well, he's just sitting with his friends. He just looks like he's having a great casual time. It's not that creepy. <laughs> it's the back of his head. <laughs> it's not even like you guys would be terrible paparazzi. Terrible. I know. I know. But we did. I, I mean, we found him. We just didn't take a picture of his front so side. It was just him like <laughs> whispering to his friends. He's having a great time. That's all I care about. It's a, it was a great <laughs> Did you captured a, a happy moment I in Bob Harper's life. I did, and it's on my phone, and that's all I care. You know what I really need to do is next time we go to LA is I need to go to Brick CrossFit and then just work out with him. And yeah, like find out his coaching yeah, schedule. Right, and then just kind of like try to impress him. You know, yeah. I feel like with I'm trying mad, to impress your mad power shoulders. Yeah, I'm trying to impress a, a high school boyfriend, and I mean, I think that's probably reasonable, like a yeah. reasonable, yeah, yeah. 
Totally. Yeah, like the really hot guy in school that you don't, that you only later find out is gay. Yeah, exactly. And so mm-hmm. I don't have to, it doesn't matter. I didn't, I can just enjoy the moment now. There you go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that was really funny. I was cracking up over that. Claire, I think Claire left a good 10 minutes at my reaction of Bob Harper. Joy, <laughs> all right. Well, good to know. This is how Joy reacts under pressure. Yeah. Not good. Not good. So, okay. So let's talk about actually watching the events because that was, I mean, the behind the scenes stuff is crazy. And I think what, I think what impressed me the most is the organization of all the volunteers and all the people that are setting up for this thing. It is like down to a minute of precision of everything that they're doing and like laying out the cones and laying out this and laying out that. And it's crazy. And they all wear the same thing and they're all kind of moving together. It's almost like this military, which is very i could see dave castro like being it having it be fairly military where everyone like walks in a line together yeah and they all like kneel at the same time yeah. get ready for the judges yeah. and like yeah yeah the whole production is amazing and actually like camille i think posted something about yeah all the volunteers end, like, yeah yeah about like how you know and it's so true like these people give up like a whole week of their vacation time right to come and like be little minions for dave castro yeah and they don't get paid that's what you definitely said. do not get paid that's crazy yeah no, it's just like oh for the gosh. honor, for the honor of, of just being, being able there. to say that you. And I mean, it'd be cool, but like, I, like on the very last day, they, you know, like if you're if you're one of the volunteers who's setting up the wads, you have to carry all that crap. Like, yeah. on the very last day, they were setting up for those kettlebell deadlifts. Yeah, those kettlebells weighed two hundred pounds each. Yeah, and so like the volunteers are walking out with those kettlebells. Like there was this girl holding it and walking with it, and I like she was like just looked like it was the hardest thing she's ever done in her life. But she's like trying to run out there with this two hundred pound kettlebell held between her legs. I was like, oh my god! Well, it's kind of like the same thing with those huge prowlers. What do they call those things? I don't even remember. Big big, what was it? Big Bob. Big Bob was that where the big? Yeah, it's like the Big Bob sled. Oh, okay. I totally missed that. I just remember Zeus. Zeus was the name of the huge rig. Yes. And, and at first, I, they were talking about Zeus. I thought they were talking about one of the yeah. athletes. I was like, no kidding. I was like, seriously, someone's saying it's Zeus that it's going to win. But no, it was, it was, the, it was the, the rig. rig. But the huge uh, Big Bob, I remember all of the volunteers, all the people pushing out the equipment were trying to push that thing. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah, it took like 12 crazy. people to push it. Yeah. Ugh. Okay, so let's talk about uh, Saturday and heat stroke, shall we? Oh my gosh, yes. Wait, that was Friday, wasn't it? It was that Friday. Was Saturday. No, it was Friday. That's right. Because Yeah, that was Friday. Because Saturday was when they did... Yeah, because Saturday was when Annie pulled out, right? Because then she didn't do the last day. Because she came back the next day. You're right. Right, so she competed. So she got heat stroke on, or heat exhaustion yeah. on Friday. Kept competing on Saturday, but then like on as of Sunday, just still wasn't recovering. So... Well, wait, should we continue? Should we like recap the rest of our, the rest of our social um, agenda first? Okay, go ahead. (laughs) Okay, so the rest of Saturday, let's see. Who else did we meet on Saturday? Ran into Leah West, who's the best. Yeah. She's so freaking cute. Ran into, like super randomly ran into um, Chris from Barbell Shrugged. We we met the guys from beyond the barbell as well mm-hmm. and we were going to record with them but it didn't work out that afternoon i mean we had so many things that we were kind of like we want to do this and we want and we just didn't have time we wanted to yeah, re- we don't so want to record around. yeah we wanted to record a lot of interviews at night after the games but it i mean we did not get 
home till eight, nine at night, and there's no way yeah. we we're going to record. And, I, but, and by that point, my ankles were like the size of grapefruits. Right. And so Claire needed to rest. <laughs> and no. so, I mean, there was just, there wasn't enough time, but it was yeah. just so fun to make these connections because I think in future episodes, we'll definitely want to get with these guys and have Wadcast and Sam Dancer and maybe Kevin so O'Gar and I mean, all these people. So it was really, really fun yeah, and for then, that reason. And then we too. like randomly ran into Mike Bledsoe in yeah. your hotel. Oh, yeah. Mike Bledsoe. Oh, my gosh. That was so funny. That was so he funny. Was hilarious. Yeah. So we're sitting at the pool and Mike Bledsoe just walks up to the gate and he's like, hey guys, what's up? We're like, where did, are you even staying here? Yeah. He's like, no. No, I'm like, just going to a party and we're like, oh, Mike Bledsoe. Okay. Sounds about right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh yeah, I'm just going to get effed up and go walk around the games tomorrow. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Talk to you later. We'll be over here at the pool, Mike. <laughs> this is why we started an all girls podcast. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yep, yep. And then on Saturday, we can't forget that we met Julie Fouché. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Duh. So we felt really special because Kalo, of course, our sponsors, amazing, also sponsor Julie Fouché. And so they were doing this event with her that afternoon. And so she was kind of hanging out in the back, like this little private area where no one could really see her. And it was just really funny to me because she's the tent really isn't that far off the beaten path. But we're sitting in this tent just a tiny bit off of the main walkway where people are walking like through. Like behind, kind yeah, of. Yeah. And all of these CrossFitters are walking by and I'm thinking if only they knew that Julie Fouché is right here like they're just right. walking right past her and they don't know it because there's a bunch of people kind of like lining in front of her so they don't see her well not only that but like when she she's pretty little like she is I was surprised she was she's very teeny. petite and like if you saw her from the side or behind you wouldn't if, like, other than the boot other than you the wouldn't boot, really yeah. know it was her very true yeah yeah and she had a hat on I think too so she was kind yeah. of like incognito, incognito but yeah so it was I mean we didn't want to pressure or anything is and so we were kind of like to Kalo hey if it if it if the opportunity comes up we'd love to meet her but we definitely are not going to be like in her face or anything because I mean I it it was very clear that she wanted we were just kind of sitting back there relaxing it wasn't like a meet and greet or anything so right um but luckily Kalo came up to us and was like yeah we'll introduce you and they introduced us really quick and she's just super sweet and I told her I liked her podcast and I said no I really mean that I'm not just saying that because you're Julie Fouché and she laughed (laughs) (laughs) and uh so smooth Joy you're so so smooth smooth. can you imagine if we met Rich Froney how unsmooth I would be you would pass out like I don't even think I can't imagine what you like literally (laughs) I mean if I reacted that way with Bob freaking Harper can you imagine can you imagine (laughs) I mean, it that was, would be amazing. I mean, you as would a, pass, you would pass out. As a side note, it was pretty amazing to watch him work out. I have to say, it's like yes. watching in real life. It's amazing. He's a machine. It is. You can't put it into words watching this man work out. <laughs> uh, and he doesn't wear a shirt ever. No, ever. Would you if you were rich running? Let's be honest. No. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. <laughs> I just thought of that video that I was telling you about. And I hope you guys have all seen the meme or not the meme, but the uh, video It's like a little 10 second clip of like your first time doing CrossFit. <laughs> Yeah, where the guy's on the track, and it's like, he just starts pulling off all his clothes. <laughs> it's the greatest thing. So I don't even know how to explain it. It really is just like, it just says, this is your reaction after your first time doing CrossFit. And a guy just is like, like, he just finished. He's all tired, and he's like, can't breathe. And he starts taking off his shirt, and then he starts taking his pants off, and he just pulls his <laughs> pants down around his ankles, and then starts running around. <laughs> And then we and after Murph, we were like, "That's what we would do." That's what we would do. I would totally just start taking off. All. And if you guys have seen Sixteen Candles, Claire did not get this reference, but if you've seen Sixteen Candles, it reminds me of the bride when she gets all drugged up, and at the end, she just takes <laughs> off her bride, takes off her wedding gown, and she starts throwing everything, and they're like trying to stuff her into the limousine. <laughs> 
That's exactly the first, after the first time you do CrossFit. It's exactly oh like the ride from 16 Candles. Yeah. So ridiculous. <sighs> but anyway, anyway, I digress. So uh, we got to meet Julie Fouché and that was great. And then, yeah, everything else for Saturday is kind of like a blur. I just remember standing, totally blur. standing in front of the big ass fans. They have these amazing big ass fans oh that my blow gosh. like literally ice cold The brand air. is literally big ass fans. Yeah. And they're local. I've heard they're from Colorado. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Who knew? And they like hooked up like a water, like a hose to them. So they would like mist you when you yeah. stood in front of them. And it was like instantly your body temperature would drop like 10 pounds or 10 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> 10 degrees. Yes, wish- they're a fan that makes you instantly drop 10 pounds. I really want to lose three pounds. Wow, they would be bajillionaires. <laughs> oh my gosh, can you imagine? I just, I walked in front of one of those fans and of course Claire's like pulling her shirt up and her belly was like, ah, it feels so good. <laughs> so good. God, the first day you were, I, what, no, it was the second day when you wore the J shirt. I felt yeah. so bad for you. You looked miserable. Oh, so and I was like, hot. I walked, I walked us over to Kalo and I was like, get this girl a tank top. We need her a tank top <laughs> yeah. right now. We need a tank top stat. Oh, oh, that was so that hot. That shirt was just so tight on your belly. Yeah, I didn't really anticipate that yeah. being a problem. But, you know, his belly's not getting any smaller. No, just, it just, it was hot. So, like, it yeah. hugging your belly was not Yeah, no ventilation ideal. at no all. No ventilation. No. So, the big ass fans were awesome. The food was amazing. Can you talk about the ice cream sandwiches for oh just a minute? Oh, my gosh. We, Can we talk about it for a whole episode? We, yes. ate, we ate the crap out of these ice cream sandwiches. Oh my gosh, they were so good. They called them a, they called them the chipper. Yeah, and they were like these just literally huge cookies with full of ice cream. And they were like, well, it's the stand is called Paleo Nick, so clearly these are good for you. So clearly we need to eat one every day right now. Yes, and we did. It was so, so yummy. Good. And I let's see, I had amazing Paleo meals. I mean, the, every the food there is unbelievable. It was yeah, so it was good. Really they had bulletproof coffee. They had a bulletproof coffee stand. Yeah, it was just. I mean. CrossFit yeah, Land like, is the best. CrossFit Land is totally the best. All right. Yeah. So, and then on Sunday, you didn't come because you had to catch your flight. So, I was like trying to go solo. And I actually had somebody recognize me in the line standing there waiting to get in. I didn't even get her name. She was just like, Claire, I love your podcast. And I was like, thanks. And then she just like turned around and kept talking to her husband. Aww. So, whoever you were, hello. Thank you. Really cute. Um, so on Sunday, we got got there a little bit earlier, went and got assigned seats for the tennis stadium, which is like this whole other debacle yeah. that I'm not yeah. even going to go into. Yeah. And um, we went and we tracked down Christmas and that was really fun. And I, of course, I walk up and she, and she told her, you know, she recognized me right away. And the first thing she does is just go straight for my belly. And she's like, oh my gosh. And just like, go like kneels down, puts her head up against my belly. I was like, what is going on? Like Christmas. But I was like, and on the in literally any other circumstance, I would be totally weirded out right now. But it's Christmas. Yeah. I'm not gonna be weirded out. So that was really fun. Um, got to chat with her for a little bit, and her like her like wranglers were like, "You got to keep moving. You got to keep moving." I was like, "But we, but we're friends. <laughs> you know, we're still." Oh, she had wranglers. And she's she's my friend who I wait in line to see. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But wait, we know each other. Like, yeah, wait, sure. I know her. I know her. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so that was really fun. But um, we waited, you know, we got, went in and got, got our seats for the final and it was so hot Ugh. and just like so sweaty. And finally, we couldn't even stay for the podium because like right around the men's final, yeah. I just tanked. Oh. I was like, okay, my weekend is over. I'm yeah. ready to be done. Yeah. And it was, I mean, it going into the weekend, and we talked about this on the last episode, I was like pretty nervous about how yeah. it was going to work out being pregnant and being on my feet and being hot. And 
overall, I think it actually was really great. But by the end, by the end of Sunday, I was like, okay, I can't do this anymore. Like my feet are swollen, my ankles are swollen. I'm hot. I'm sweaty. Like I'm covered in three days worth of sunscreen, even though I'm showering every night. It does not come off. Yeah, that's the and thing. I, I, I would take like half hour showers when I got home because it was so I was covered in sunscreen. I felt yeah, like I was. Like I had sweat. spent like three days at the beach nonstop because you're just like outside sweating the whole time. Yeah, but um. Yeah, I was worried was, about the, you too. Yeah, but the final was really was really really fun to watch, and everybody's like just so psyched. And they had this like dance off in the middle, which was probably the most awkward thing I've ever seen in my life. What? They yeah. So ESPN picked up just the final heats, like the actual ESPN. Okay. And while they were waiting for the ESPN to like connect or for like their time slot to come up, they call they they basically just called a bunch of random people out on the onto the middle of the tennis stadium and had them have a dance off. It was so awkward. Oh, and there are probably people who can't dance or like was There was like one guy who was this amazing break dancer and everyone else all really other girls just like gyrating and everyone's like what are we watching? This oh, is so they should have brought Brooke Ents out. She would have killed everybody. Yeah, I think she was, you know, preoccupied with getting ready to probably try to win the cross games. Probably a little bit. <laughs> but they had like one guy this one guy who was like doing flip and stuff and this one girl who was doing like flips and everyone else who was just really awkward and that was pretty much the weirdest thing i've ever seen and we're everyone's kind of sitting there looking at each other like i don't even want to be watching this because i feel so awkward for yes <laughs> yes but oh apparently they got free nanos so whatever oh that is yeah. cool did you know that, that i guess there was like some uh, rich froning edition of the nano or yeah the nanos like at the reebok tent oh no and I guess they sold out. I didn't see them, obviously. I think they sold out by the time we got there. Who knew? Oh, well. And I get apparently, well, of course my husband knows this because he knows all of the shoe why culture. Does he, he's like a, he's like a, what's it like, there's like foodies. He's like a shooty. Yeah, he's definitely a shooty. That's weird. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I've already seen him on eBay going for $400. I was like, of course you know that. Of course oh my you gosh. know that. <laughs> so bizarre. Shoes. So weird. <laughs> anyway. So um, that pretty much recaps the, the like logistics and the meet and greets and the running around and just like so much good food, so many fun vendors. Everybody we met was so freaking nice. And everybody, it's just like everyone loves, everyone's psyched to be there. It's CrossFit and everyone loves CrossFit. And you just like are so, get so drunk on the Kool-Aid the second you walk oh, in there. So drunk on the Kool-Aid. And I think just, it's because the event is so huge and you see yeah. how big it is and you see i kind of geek out about that because i'm looking around and I'm like this is a huge thing everyone does this like there's a right. really there's so many people here and you know of course like the majority of people really don't do crossfit but when you're around everyone who does it it was just like everybody understands you know right. me Every, you get it you get it you get me you understand why i want to muscle up you understand why it's important to me to like go to bed early so i can get up early and go to work out you yeah. aren't gonna you know, we're not going to be at a dinner party and you're not going to ask me if I'm worried about getting too big. Yeah. And no one's questioning why you're wearing booty shorts. No yeah, one's questioning exactly. what shirt you're wearing. It right. was just great. It was great to be in that company. No one's so staring I've been, at your power shoulders. Yeah, no, there's a lot of power shoulders. And there were actually a lot of pregnant people. And I don't know yep. if maybe I just noticed them more no, because we would always kind of like look at each other like, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> anyway and uh but walking in really felt like we we're going into disneyland i remember t- yes. turning turning to brandon and i was like oh my gosh i'm so excited <laughs> it's the happiest place on earth yeah the and fittest I mean, place on earth it really was the fittest place on earth and um mm-hmm. okay so let's talk a little bit about watching the events the actual events and yeah the programming and kind of even the last day since i didn't get to watch the last one i guess if you have any thoughts about like the the pegboard the pegboard um so the first day and watching murph of course we're all kind of looking at this going oh my gosh these weight vests and it's hot and it really was scorching hot 
three o'clock so in the afternoon. Hot. I mean, what the guys started around twelve thirty, one o'clock. The guys started at twelve thirty, and the girls I think started at like two thirty. And so it's the middle, literally hottest part of the day. There's not a cloud in the sky. All the marine layer had burned off, and we're all just sitting there thinking, like, why are they doing this now? You know, it was really cloudy, nice and cloudy the whole morning. Why didn't they have this wad start at yes. nine? And I mean, you know, the reason is that they had team events going on that morning, but it's like the team events could have been a lot more easily done in the afternoon. Yeah. That wouldn't have been so dangerous. And we're just, and the, the men, and I went first and I mean, none of them none were stumbling quite yeah. to the degree, but still, I mean, you're watching people like, you know, these really strong athletes just laying in the middle of the, of the field, just, you know, unable to get another single rep out and you're like you're a games athlete and you're that far yeah, gone right like that even at the push-ups even at the push-ups yeah. they were struggling you know before mm-hmm. everyone even got to air squats and i'm like oh my gosh this is not good this is not good well and we didn't hear about anybody getting like a heat injury because it was any of the top competitors right but i would be really surprised if there were not some of those you know other competitors who didn't you know not necessarily withdraw but i can guarantee you some of those guys needed to go get fluids yep like iv fluids afterwards they looked so rough yeah and the girls come out and most of the girls did pretty well you know like kept it together yeah everyone got through the mile run and then they did the pull-ups okay and i think it's when the i think it's the push-ups when everyone kind of started tanking yeah and slowly but sh- and i mean let's be honest the push-ups are the hardest part about oh my gosh anyway. well the other thing is they had to do it in a row you know normally yeah. everyone can say oh you can break up murph however you want but this had to be 100 at the same time 100 at the same time 100 at the same time 100 as you know 200 at the same time 300 at the same time it's 100 pull-ups 200 push-ups 300 air squats no it's not yes it's not 100, 100, 100. It's 100, 200, 300. Are you sure? I'm positive. Oh, I will, my I will God. Google this right now. No, I am 100% I just positive. I cannot believe. Okay, that's crazy. Because think about it. It's 20 rounds of Cindy. And Cindy is uh, 10, 15, 20. Or 5, 10, 15. Anyway, so it's like just ridiculous and remember because also it was, it was four rounds of 75 yeah. for the squats. And that's 300. That's crazy. Yeah, 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, yeah, 200 squats. which yep. makes it even more crazy. Yeah, just so much more crazy. And so by the time the squats come around, a lot of you – and, like, by the time they finally make it to the squats, a lot of the girls – are really visibly like struggling, struggling beyond the point of being tired. Yeah, you can tell they're kind of hitting that point of like mental, mental, oh my gosh, I'm hitting this point of like the mental game, keep pushing, keep pushing. Yeah, but at the same time, some of them are really looking like they're, you know, like they're stu- kind of stumbling yeah. when they take a rest. They're, you know, some of them are literally are just sitting on the ground trying to rest and Sam Briggs goes and kills it because she's freaking Sam Briggs and her engine yeah. is ridiculous. Right. And then Cara Webb comes back. I think she was like 10th or 13th, somewhere kind of like in the beginning of the pack or kind of, I guess, beginning, middle of the pack. <clears throat> and a couple minutes later, after she runs back in, we see her being sprinted off the field on a stretcher with her arm like lolling off to the side, fully looking as if she was unconscious. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I don't know if she was actually unconscious. I'm pretty sure she was. I'm pretty sure she posted something about how she passed out. But literally, guys, passing out from heat stroke can kill you. Like, if you are in a... I mean, in this situation, she was somewhere where, you know, she was able to, within probably two minutes of passing out, she was in a medical, you know, getting medical care. But if you are somewhere, even if you don't pass out, heat, heat exhaustion and heat stroke can cause brain damage to the point that you can die. Because your brain, like... 
If you think about getting a fever, you know, once your brain gets above about 105 degrees, your proteins start to denature and literally your brain starts to cook. Literally your brain starts to cook. And it's just like that was literally happening to these athletes. They're, you know, it's 90 degrees outside in the middle of the hot sun. They have these weight vests on and Cara Webb freaking passed out from the heat stroke. <laughs> That's yeah, and I. I, we had, you and I and Brandon had breakfast the next morning and I was like, I didn't realize that was so deadly that you could actually, and of course you guys are the wilderness first responders and I'm like, really? You could actually die from heat stroke? And you're both like, yeah. <laughs> like easily. And yeah. especially when it gets to that point, if it gets to the point where you're passing out, I mean, that is like your, your minutes, your degrees away from, from permanent damage. If not, I mean, you know, she probably wasn't going to die, but like right, you have permanent Still. And not only permanent brain damage, but like permanent kidney damage. Yes. Permanent well, Maddie Myers damage. is in the hospital still from uh, kidney damage. Are you serious? Yeah, I, I didn't saw, know that. I saw her on Instagram. She's still in the hospital. Oh she had to God. withdraw. And she's 18. She's 18. And all these girls, I mean, bless their hearts. They're amazing athletes, but they will do what you tell them because you this, tell is them to the, do. this is professional and they are badass. And yeah. I mean, especially because... I mean, we can go back to the article later about the one we posted on our Facebook page of like they keep raising the bar. But I also I feel like there's some level of accountability to Dave Castro programming something that's I don't know. I kind of go back and forth. I'm like, yeah, I get you have to like know your fitness and know how to fuel and know. But like, how can you really, really control for that at three in the afternoon? I mean, that's just not there's not enough fueling that I think you can prepare for with that crap. Well, and then also, I mean, like, if you look at the event they did the day before, like, you know, with the wheelbarrow or anything or any of the the, the workouts during the entire weekend, it's like, you know, if you're going to have an event like that in Southern California in July, he is going to be a factor. But you can mitigate for that for ha by having those longer, more grueling workouts earlier in the day, or you can, you know, I don't know, maybe brief the athletes on like, listen, this is a like heat you know, like at the beginning telling them like, listen, this is what heat exhaustion, this is what heat stroke looks like. If you start to feel like this is happening to you. But here's the other thing too, is that early signs of heat exhaustion are pretty much the exact same as like sort of late stage being, you know, shitty wad feeling mm -hmm. where you're out of breath, you're really sweaty, you're kind of getting chills, you're getting a little bit dizzy, you can't really see straight. And a lot of that are probably symptoms that these athletes feel kind of a lot right. pushing into that dark place. You know, you get kind of like tunnel vision. Right. You get kind of disoriented. And so they probably, most of them thought, I'm just pushing really hard. Not necessarily like, oh my gosh, my brain is starting to cook. Right, right. And they're probably it was just like, too late. And the other thing too is you, you're pushing so hard when you're doing something competitive like that because you're pushing harder than you've ever pushed before. So they, totally. I mean, I, I get that when you're in training, you're doing really, really hard workouts, but that's a whole nother level. It's anytime yeah. you're doing a competition, you're pushing harder than you ever had before. You're running off of adrenaline and nerves and everything else that's going on. But man, I just could not, I could not believe it. I was, yeah. I was kind of conflicted at the end of the day about that. It was kind of like, God, how I was far really are we going to push it? And then we're watching Annie, you know, they're like showing her on the Jumbotron out in her last mile, dumbling, looking like she's throwing up, like vomiting is a, you know, that's a pretty late stage sign of heat. Yeah. Heat injury, you know, and like looking like she's, he, like she literally is about to just fall over. Right. And this is Annie freaking Thor's daughter we're talking yeah, about. Right. 
yeah. So I don't know. It was it was really hard to watch. And then and then she ended up having to withdraw because her kidneys couldn't recover. Yep. And the and next day, know. remember the next day when the, they did that, um, the one with the muscle ups and the, I think it was thrusters, she was really slow on that. And I'm yeah. thinking like, what, why is she so slow? And then of course she withdraws that night um, yeah. because of, she hadn't really recovered. Right. And so we were just having a hard time with that. I was like, this yeah. isn't even fun to watch. Yeah. I think that, you know what, that's a good, that's a good point. That's exactly what it was where you kind of feel like it's almost like you feel bad and you're watching someone purposely get tortured and you're like yeah, and it's it's one thing to watch somebody miss a rep and like really fight for the rep yes and really like go for it and feel like they're at their brink you know it's like it's one thing to kind of like that like um the last day of competition lauren fisher like could not get her last legless rope climb yeah and it's it's one thing to watch that versus watching somebody literally on the brink of passing out yeah Anyway. It's like the Hunger Games. Yeah, totally. It was totally like the Hunger Games. I don't want to like, watch people like, get killed. Right. I just don't want to watch people. Ugh. Anyway, so it just, it kind of took the fun out of watching that event. And it kind of took the fun a little bit out of like being, kind of feeling like, what are we really advocating here? Like, are we advocating for you to go so hard that you can potentially cause permanent damage to your body? Like, is that what CrossFit is about? Right. So I don't know. Yeah. And I think that I felt the same way when Miranda Olroyd got hurt and tore, tore, her, ACL. tore her ACL. And we, we saw that too when she was doing her lift and she um there's this the, during the group events they have the each person go in and do a one rep max and what was it was it a clean and jerk yeah clean and jerk. so mm-hmm. it was she was finishing her clean and jerk she got hurt and then she was stumbling around kind of like crawling on her knees getting the weight ready for her next partner and that's what they do is if you know once you make an attempt with any any leftover time because you don't have much time at all you put on the weights and you adjust the weights for the person coming in so they could just go right away and she was trying to adjust her weights and we're all like why is she on her knees and she was yeah. like crawling around and then she got up and hobbled away and hopped away on her one leg and we're like oh no and yeah. I just my heart breaks for her because all the posts I've been seeing on her Instagram page is like just devastation and crying yeah. and you know my my team deserved to be on that podium and I prevented them from being there and just I feel like my heart breaks yeah and I feel like that is a little bit more like I mean you know tearing your ACL is sure. definitely a major injury but I feel like that's a little bit more of one of those like freak accidents like sure something you know, that you but- could see kind of like more not prone but prone you're kind of more prone to something like that when you're lifting lifting a crap ton of weight yeah and especially if you're like kind of starfishing and like you know like ACL tears happen in every single sport. Yep. <clears throat> but whereas I felt like Murph was more kind of like, this is something where you are set, you are not setting them up for success. Right. Because in a normal circumstance, let's say it was indoors and there wasn't sun beating down on you. I'm pretty sure they'd be fine doing that in a weighted vest. And I'm sure they've done Murph in a weighted vest before. I'm sure totally. they do a ton of workouts in weighted vests, but because... Yep. But not at three o'clock in the afternoon in the Three o'clock in the afternoon in a competition, in a competition scenario where they're pushing and pushing and pushing. I just, yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that. So we kind of had like moments that night where we had, we had to process. Yeah. Um, well, and I think going, you know, just looking at any of those events, it's like these are super, you know, these are programmed to push the, the elite of the elite to the very brink. Mm-hmm. But like at what point do you need to just look at it and say this is actually dangerous? Like mm-hmm. where is it where is across the line right. from being challenging to being dangerous? Right. Good question so for anyway. Dave Castro. Dave Castro, yeah. do you want to come on the podcast? <laughs> yeah, for real. We can talk about that. Um, and, and speaking of challenging versus dangerous with the pegboard. Oh, yeah. That was crazy. It stopped people in their tracks. 
so many people, especially in the earlier heats, didn't even get one. So can you explain it to me? Because I wasn't, I didn't, I've, I have it DVR'd, but I haven't gone back and watched watch it yet. Okay, so it's very like American Ninja Warrior. Yeah, I figured. It's, so you, the pegboard was, I don't even know how high it was exactly. I think it was probably like 15 feet, like the same height as like a rope climb. And they had two pegs. And there were little holes, you know, like spaced up this, up this, um, wall mm-hmm. and they had to using, you couldn't use your, I mean, you could have your feet on the wall, but your feet didn't have like any footholds and you had to just move up the wall, placing your pegs with your hands and you had to get all the way up and then you had to come back down to a certain point that was marked on the wall and you had to like bring your pegs all the way back down and place them there. And then before you could hop off, so you weren't just like jumping off from the top right right god and you and couldn't you, and you couldn't fall if you're going down either right right then you would get a no rep yeah. and so and then if you did fall and like left your pegs up there you got you would like run off get new pegs come back over and then like when you got to the pegs that you left you'd like pull them out and keep going try to go around them basically yeah. mm-hmm. so some of the like a lot of the earlier heats people you know like maybe one person got through with them maybe you know a couple people got one there were a lot of heats where the women just didn't get any even the final heat that is crazy and they oh so and the problem was that most of them didn't really understand so the, the way that it, that people got it was basically they like crouched in a crouching position so that their center of gravity was all very concentrated and then they sort of like spider-manned it up oh yeah mm-hmm. in like a in you know kind of like a almost the equivalent of like a squat position sure yeah but what a lot of people were trying to do were like kind of like like almost similar to like a kipping legless rope climb where they would kind of hang and then try to like hoist themselves yeah yeah in each one right yeah but I've that seen, was, that's kind of like the salmon ladder i think on american ninja warrior yeah they just kind of like try to hoist their body up oh it's so hard yeah but the problem with that was that you would lose your grip a lot faster because oh, like every time you kind of like kipped, yeah. it would weight your, you know, like kind of shock load your grip and they Ugh. would just fall. And it was crazy. And we, I mean, Brandon and I were sitting there talking about it and we were like, Sam Briggs is going to kill this. Her biceps are huge. I don't even think she got one. You're kidding. Maybe she got one. Oh my God. It was totally crazy. But, and we, but then I, we read this article yesterday. We put, we posted on our Facebook posted by, it was posted by outlaw. Yeah. The outlaw way, I guess I should say about, it, like basically the title was the pegboard was too hard for women. And I read that and I was like, F you. Yeah. But then when you read the article, it totally was true. It was like, you know, like this was way too hard. And in the sense that technically, you know, like literally it was too hard. People were not able to get reps. You know, the elite of the elite were not able to get reps. It was too hard for them. You can't argue with that. But then it goes on to say like, but, but you know, Let's look at the history of the games. This was Sunday morning at the games. Every single year, you you know, on Sunday, we've seen something programmed that has stopped the athletes in their tracks. And instead of CrossFit saying, well, that was too hard. We'll make it easier next time. The athletes have said, well, that was too hard. I better learn how to do that. Right. Which is really cool. Yeah. And it kind of like made me swell with pride for CrossFit when I read that. And I was like, you know what? That's totally true. But it was really interesting to read because it was like talking about how the, the workout Amanda, which is snatches and muscle ups was programmed like three years ago maybe and sam briggs didn't finish annie didn't finish wow i mean and now it's so cool it's they so would cool do that to in see two yeah seconds. right and in 2007 the very first crossfit games 
they had handstand push-ups on parallettes, and they weren't even deficit handstand push-ups. And, like, half the girls couldn't get any. Yeah. Because they couldn't kip with their hands on the parallettes. But right. now that's, like, totally the norm. Yeah. So anyway, that was kind of cool to, to kind of look at that and be like, okay, let's look at this from another perspective. Right. Yes, it was way too hard in this in that sense. But on the other hand... You, you have know, to give it room to grow and allow yeah. it to grow and work towards something. And I think that's what the beauty of CrossFit is, is also showing, like we always talk about this in CrossFit for us, for the people who are not elite athletes, is we're always like, there's always something to work on and there's always something to get better. And I feel like that's yeah. that's CrossFit showing an example, even for the elite athletes of, hey, and we can also stump them. And I think that might right. have been Dave Castro's plan is let's stump them. Let's show yeah. them that they, you know, that... It, in a cheesy way, I feel like it connects the fans more to them. Like, oh, okay, they can fail and they're going to try again and they're going to fail right. and they're going to try and get something better. They're going to work on something else and get better at it. And yeah, um, I, I see what that article is saying too, though. It's like, yeah, don't, don't dumb it down. Just give them something to know that you're going to work harder the next time. And I think that it's that you're talking about with it's like, you know, kind of proving that there's always there's always a weakness. There's always something you can work on. You're like, there's no such thing as, you know, even if you are quote unquote, the fittest, fittest man or fittest woman on earth, there's still something that is hard for you. Right. You got to be ready for everything. Yep. <laughs> Unknown and unknowable. Yeah. But it looks like fun. Brandon was like, I want to try that. I was like, yeah. No, I could I- see him. I could see like all the climbers being like, ooh, yeah. I want it on that. Yeah. <laughs> anything else about the, the workouts? The workout. We're almost out of time. Um, I was nervous about the snatch, the snatch speed ladder. Yeah. I was nervous that we were going to see some really, really horrible form, but it actually ended up being really fun to watch and it actually ended up being pretty good. And we did see some kind of brutal fails, but I didn't feel like we saw anything where it was like, oh, that was not a good rep. Right. I did feel that way a little bit in the clean and jerk ladder where I wanted to be like, do not give that to them. Oh, yeah. Like some of the starfish and some of the... Yeah, starfishing, catching like with their low back, basically. yeah. And And I mean, Brandon and I were talking about this actually a little bit last night where it was like, it's really hard to, you know, like, could you put a no rep um, standard on a movement like that just because your movement looks like shit? God, I could wish. Could you be like, but at the same time, well, they yeah. they got it I, up, yeah. But at the same time, it's like, you know what, okay, but, you know, pre-pregnancy, my clean and jerk max was 125. I could clean 110 all day long beautifully, but if you got me to 120, I would start star fishing for no other reason other than the fact that I'm nervous about that weight. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and t- unless you're a literal Olympic lifter, I think that's going to be true for you is that it doesn't matter how well you have the mechanics down. You know, if you're trying a new PR, it's not always going to look good. Right. And so, like, under what circumstance can you turn around and say, okay, you know, you your legs can't play more than this amount or you right. you know if your shoulders are behind your hips when you land you know and you're bowing your back then that's a no rep right and I think of like the Olympic lifting world is probably looking at CrossFit like ah, oh, you guys are killing us but I get what you're saying and I think that there's that it may go to that point I I don't know I don't know well, how they could regulate that you but can- yeah, maybe they say, yeah, you can make those standards because these athletes are more, True. you know, are more advanced because it's like, you know, I can say that about myself, but I'm still like a, you know, beginner intermediate athlete. And so, but, you know, catching 120 pounds kind of wonky is really different than catching 220 pounds kind of wonky. Right. And I, I just have to say though, watching 
my two favorite lifters watching over the weekend was Rich Froney and Brooke Entz because they're, I mean, yeah. I, it's, I know it's a given of Rich, but the way he lifts is so tight and beautiful. It's amazing. He, it's amazing to amazing. watch. His movement is just incredible. And Brooke Entz just is, and I almost wonder if I'm like, is it a dancer thing? Because like she yeah. really has the movement so tight and so I bet I totally well agree that because she's, I bet she, like she just has really good body awareness. Very much. Yeah. And that, mm-hmm. it was so apparent. I mean, when she did that clean and jerk, it was, it was amazing. Yeah. What was three, four, or 240? Was that much? How I much, don't even I remember. I think it was like 243 or some crazy amount that she just, yeah. it was, it was awesome. It was so great. Just, just beautiful. Yeah. And I feel really bad. One last thing for Camille. I feel like the, the oh, snatch yeah. ladder was really, man, whatever happened there. I know. I think she got nowhere up to a couple of times and it just tanked. It was a snatch ladder. She, yeah. she, she power snatched. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you're not allowed to power yeah, snatch. Yeah. But yeah. And she, that was, I mean, watching her the whole weekend, it was kind of like, I feel like she just couldn't, you know, mentally it was really hard for her to come it back from was, that. And she already yeah. was like having kind of a, not a great time with the other events that day. Yeah. And, yeah. I think she just kind of got could, to the point where I was you like... Could, yeah. You could definitely tell her mental game was off and I just yeah. wanted to give her a hug. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like I felt the same way watching Lindsay Bonsville at the regionals two years ago where she kept getting nowhere up on those yes. legless rope climbs. Yes. And she just like really let it get to her head. And it was like, do you just, you know, if you really let it get to you like that, you can't come back. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I remember I saw, I can't remember which athlete it was, but I saw a judge do that to one of the athletes and she thought she was finished. And the judge came up to her and was like, you need to go back and finish that. And then she couldn't. And it was yeah. like, oh my God, she finished. Mm-hmm. She thought she was done. And then she got, went back and she didn't finish. And it was just, yeah. it's painful. Yep. I would, I, yeah, the whole judging thing, that's got to be such pressure on them oh, too. Oh gosh. I would, we need to yeah, talk. Can to you a, imagine? We need to talk to a CrossFit Games judge. Yeah, if you see. know a CrossFit Games judge, put them yeah, in touch with us. We want to know them, yeah. if they have to like go through therapy afterwards. I know. I was thinking meal. about yes. Like I, <laughs> they're in therapy I'm for a the whole year. I and do and pony with the games. Yeah, it's almost like uh, the pet detective where the guy like walks in and his whole like room is cut. Did you see that movie? No. Oh. Okay. Laces <laughs> up. Everyone will get know, know what I'm saying. Laces oh my. Wait, up. wait, Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Oh, Ace Ventura. Of course yeah. I mean Ace Ventura. Do you, we don't call it the Pet Detective. <laughs> I forgot the Ace Ventura part. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, pet Detective. That's so funny. You, but you, know what yeah, I'm talk- know you, you know what I'm talking about. That's like such a grandma thing to say. The Pet Detective. Uh, yes. Okay, now movie. I know what you're talking okay. about. Yeah. So ridiculous. Okay. All right. Well, we need to wrap up. Oh, my gosh. That was so... I, I, I feel like it's going to be another two weeks before I finally get my bearings on what just happened. It was so, yeah. so much fun. Um, so you guys remember, go to Kalo, support the podcast, support Kalo, Q-A-L-O.com. And remember to look for the Barbells for Boobs rings. 20% is going to Barbells for Boobs. You get 15%, 15% off with the GGW discount code. And just yes. just a note, they are ordering more of those rings. But if you want a Barbells for Boobs ring soon, you should get on it now because they're selling out of their current inventory. But they wanted us to let you guys know that they are ordering more. So if in case it sells out, don't freak out. They're going to get another one. So yes, it's, it's uh, not they aren't they aren't going away forever. They're not they going away. When you get there. They just sold out really fast and they really have their glitter. They're black with pink glitter just what's not to love what's not to love and one last request if you guys can support us by going to itunes and stitcher radio and submitting a review and subscribing to the podcast and that would be super duper that would just be the cherry on top of a great week for us so super duper <laughs> you're gonna i can't like 
snark at you from afar because you're over there in California. <laughs> you just have to. Oh my goodness! <laughs> you're just gonna. You're just gonna have to just hold it in. You're gonna hold it in. So Claire, go take a nap. What are you gonna do tonight? And we're going to go out to dinner, and then we're going to go see a movie, and we might play mini golf. Mini golf? I don't know if you're going to make that. That's a lot for one evening. That's true. It's probably like <laughs> 7.30. That's but ambitious. I just took like a two-hour nap that just ended right before we started this episode. So great. So I have a second wind. Yeah. All right. Okay. So then I'll see you this weekend, I'm sure, because we're going to record... Should we announce who we're recording with this week? Sure. We're going to announce with... We're going to announce... Oh, my gosh. Joy, your brain. Turn it on. Turn it on. <laughs> We're going to record this weekend with Julie Bauer because her uh, third cookbook, I think, I think this is her third book, is coming yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Super and she's excited. So, we love her. We she's like- have such a good time recording with her, so we can't wait mm-hmm. to, to share that episode with you guys next week. And then we have a few other really fun interviews coming up. So it's just a lot, a lot going on. A lot of good stuff yeah. coming your way. Yeah. All right. Okay, well, Claire, have a good rest of your vacation. Yeah, your I can't wait for next year CrossFit Games. It's going to be great. Oh, I know. We're already planning it, right? <laughs> Just get the stroller ready. We can all take turns. Yeah. Holding, totally fine. Holding the babe. Totally fine. <laughs> okay. All right, all right guys. guys. We will talk to you next week. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.